Evolutionary.org presents Evolutionary Hardcore Podcast with your co-hosts, Steve from the American Underground and Mobster from the UK Iron Den. Get ready for the most hardcore and underground info in the industry. And here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6... Evolutionary.org Hardcore 2.0, episode number 20. Today we're going to talk about your pharmacies, Woodstroll, and Clen. So this is a really, really good stack. You can use this stack year-round. doesn't have to be just in the summer. A lot of guys like to run this stack in the winter uh, to keep lean, to keep hard. It's a good one for that purpose. You can run it ahead of the summer if you want to look good for the summer. But really, you know, a lot of this podcast, we like to look good year-round. And we like to have a six-pack year-round. So it's not just a summer thing l- being lean. I personally, year-round, I stay lean. There's not a specific season where I like to get leaner or bulk up or whatever. So so this is a great, great way to kind of figure out how your body reacts by doing this stack together. So both of these are really, really good. And the cool thing about both of these two mobster is your pharmacies has the options where you can run uh, both an oral form and injectable form. So that's really fascinating. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. But first, I'm bringing you Mobster. Talk about for your pharmacies. I know you're a big fan of their products. You use their products a lot. Why don't yeah. you touch on that and uh, tell us a couple of the products that you've used recently from your pharma, pharmacies and specifically you know, why guys love their products overall. As many of our listeners will know, especially if they're members of our forum, Steve, I I am, as you say, a big fan. I've been using their products one way or another, probably for how long have I been on the forum, Steve? Five years, four years, something like that. So hundred percent. And I've, I've, (laughs) I've run the Debo, I've run the VAR, I've run the uh, Anadrol, I've had a go with the Halo. Uh, I have my little stash. I tell the guys on the forums is I don't. I'm, I'm not one of those guys that sort of sort of panics if I haven't got products on hand or whatever else. I'm I'm a kind of ordering ahead. In fact, one of the things specifically that I'm ordering ahead for, uh, for my old age, so to speak, and for for the day that I may well go on TRT, I I, I like to have a little stash of their their testipionate. So yeah, that's that's me personally. What about them as a recommended, rated, and approved source? Right, so I'll repeat what we said in previous podcasts when we've discussed Europharmacies and other approved sources. Now, obviously, I've got my own specific personal experience. That rates number one with me, obviously. But if I was a newbie and I was coming into the sport, I was coming into performance-enhancing drugs, and I was looking for a good lab, I'll use the same um, ratification, if you like, which is... How long have they been around? And that is a long ass time. I'm thinking two, two, maybe nearly three decades, Steve, possibly more. I might be wrong. Um, what else? Do they do tests? Yes, they do tests. Yes, they have a certificate of analysis. How does that work? Randomized samples are sent off to an independent lab. You can test in-house if you've got the facilities, and I believe your pharmacist does. But you also send them to an outside source because that keeps the people in the labs on their toes to make sure they keep producing the product and they're not faking the test. You can go on other forums and other websites outside the evolutionary group and see if your pharmacies are rated. That's another thing. So, in, And one of the things that I mentioned about literally them being around a long time is you don't get to stay around a long time if you're faking. You don't get to stay around a long time if you're scamming. And then, of course, we come back to the forums again, which is quite simple. So you've got me with my own personal use. What about Steve? What about the other reps? What about the other moderators? What about the members? Have they used products? I mean, we're going to talk about one specific fellow that's actually been running there, Clem Butrol, who, who's who reps for the company, but he's got the product. He showed you the product, and he's in amazing condition, Steve. Dry as fuck. I will say that. 100 percent i was like where's that body fat gonna come from and then he got drier and he got leaner so that's that's what you're looking for you want to have tried the product you want to see that other people try the product you want to see that they've been around a long time you want to see that they're tested and that to me is a sign of a good source 
And then, of course, we do test sales and a bunch of other stuff that goes on in the background that makes them an approved source in our forums. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, your pharmacies, like you said, they've been around a long time. They've had a lot of people use them. I haven't seen a single complaint against them ever on the forum. So the nice thing about it, and it's very, very important to me because I've used bad gear over the years. Um, you know, I've been using steroids for 15 some years. And um, over time, I've definitely used underdose stuff. And it's it's pissed me off because the way I look at it is you order something, you know, it, you should get what you order. And it pisses me off that a lot of brands and a lot of sources out there knowingly will sell people something that isn't what they claim. In this case, Clen, you know, they can sell you something else as Clen, a pro hormone or a DMP or something like that, which have a lot of side effects. You can end up with gynecomastia from using Clen because it's fake. It's not really Clen. And Clen isn't going to cause gynecomastia. Same thing with Winstrol. Winstrol never causes gynecomastia. It's impossible. But some guys have gotten gynecomastia from, from, from Winstrol because they've really been using D-Bowl instead. And that's one of the oldest scams in the book where brands and sources will sell you something as D-Bowl because D-Bowl is so cheap to source. So they, they're so cheap and they're so lazy that a lot of times they'll they'll just sell something without even having it verified. But your pharmacies, they verify their gear before they sell it. They they make sure that it is what they say it is. And these are professionals who make the gear in actual labs. You know, these are people who have an education for this stuff. These aren't people who just, you know, went online and read, you know, a couple articles on how to brew gear and now they're experts in their mind. You know, so we have to do things the right way in life, okay? It's the same logic as getting an air conditioner guy to come out and fix your air conditioner. And he doesn't know what he's doing. And he's going to end up fixing one thing and causing two other things to break in the process. And then you're going to have more problems in the, in the long run because of it. So it's the same thing. Let's do it right the first time. So when I buy your pharmacies, I know I'm getting clean. If I'm buying your pharmacies Winstrel, I know I'm getting Winstrel. And I know that the dosing is correct as well, because that is another thing that pisses me off. How many times do guys run a steroid cycle with a specific dose and then they find out, well, you know, this isn't the dose that I was taking. Something is wrong. Well, that's why, because they weren't running correct dose. So Momster touched on that a little bit, and then we're going to kind of talk about how Clen works. Well, I want to touch on two things. One, like you just said, and this is notorious for being faked or underdosed or having products swapped out. And in fact, as Steve knows, it's one of my favorite orals, and that's Anivar. So, guys, I've used their Anivar. I rely on their Anivar every single time I decide, as I've mentioned in my log on the forums, I'm going to do a bench press cycle. I'm going to max out, see what I've got in the tank. Anivar's been in there somewhere, if it's not been the sole oral drug that I'm using. Something else, Stephen, I forget we both neglected to mention this, and I think it's super, super important in this day and age, especially when you're using a lab on the internet, guys, and there are issues, you might be using crypto and whatever else. Their customer service is amazing. There is a particular rep that works on a forum who's out fucking standing. I'm not going to name him because who knows when you listen to this. But if you come on the forums, it's bound to be the same fella. Steve knows who I mean. And even via the website. That, that I, I think you might get maybe a couple of times a year when they're on holiday, Steve, or the site's closed or whatever else, but the rest of the time, I don't think I've had to wait more than 24 hours, and that's just for me. And the same thing applies on the forum. The customer service is right up there. In fact, I would argue, Steve, uh, we, we, we have a bunch of approved sources. I think the customer service we get from all of them is very good, but I would just give Europharmacies the little bit ahead of the others because I think they just they put those kind of practices into place a little bit quicker than the others, a little bit earlier, and they're just a tiniest little bit more prompt. That's not the not the others because they're absolutely great and a lot better than you're going to find some sources online, guys. But your pharmacists have just just got the edge in customer service for me from my personal experience and from, and from seeing outstanding uh, problems sorted online very, very, very quickly. I, I can't think of a single one that hasn't been resolved, Steve. So there you go. Customer service, super, super important, guys. 
So we got to get into how clenbuterol works so people understand. So clenbuterol is not an anabolic steroid. It's not a hormone. It's a drug. And um, in Europe, they actually approve clenbuterol to be used is, as an asthma medication. And it's also used in the farming world uh, with livestock. And they give it to the animals to increase fat-free lean mass. So they want the animals to get more muscle and less fat in the process. So in the United States, it's not approved by the FDA to be used as an asthma medication. So that's how it's used medically. Now, just like everything else, bodybuilders kind of ripped off things, hormones and drugs to be used in bodybuilding to give us an advantage. And in clenbuterol's case, the way it works is it stimulates beta-2 receptors. It's a beta-2 agonist. So it's going to allow you to burn stored fat calories, which is your body fat, as energy before it goes after other sources of fuel. So that's what we'd like to see when it comes to something that is going to help us burn fat. Because when you are struggling to burn fat and even if you bust your ass and you get to that point where I can't burn any more body fat, I'm down to 9% body fat or I'm down to 7% body fat or even you're down to 15% body fat. And it's just like, I can't lose any more body fat. What do I do from here? Well, it's not as simple as just, yeah, I'm just going to cut my calories and eat in a deficit every day because that doesn't work. Okay. Um, in the in the immediate and long term, because what happens is your own body's metabolism will adjust to that, you see. So what ends up happening is maybe initially you'll lose some body fat and then your lot your body fat losses will come to a halt. So in the process, what do we do to kind of break through that floor? And a lot of bodybuilders who are really looking to get leaner, or a lot of people who've never been lean. They've never been less than 15% body fat since they were in middle school or something, right? So they're like, man, I've been my whole adult. I've been 20% body fat and I busted my ass to get to 15% body fat. And now I can't lose anything else. That's where clenbuterol can be an advantageous situation for you because you get on the clenbuterol, you eat solid, you eat, you eat good quality foods, nutritious foods, you don't eat garbage, and then you exercise as much as you, you can within reason. And that's going to help burn a lot more calories. And it's specifically going to tell your body the way the clean works in the body, because it is a beta two agonist. It's going to tell your body, don't go after that for energy. Don't tap into that for energy. It's going to tell your body to tap into those fat cells, into that body fat, go after that body fat. So that's what Clem does, and that's the magic behind Clem. That's why celebrities in the past, like Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears, they've used, and even in Britney Spears' case, she's actually, I've, I've seen some articles about this, where she's actually abused clenbuterol, where the fact that she was like addicted to clenbuterol, it's not addictive, but she was addictive because, because it made her so damn lean. Um, and that's... One of the secrets that a lot of these singers and celebrities have done over the years, both male and female, they've used clenbuterol. And clenbuterol can make, work amazingly well for a lot of you out there. Some of you are going to run it and you're going to be like, man, I hate the way it feels. The way I just said it works as a beta 2 agonist, a lot of you are going to run it and you'll be like, wow, these side effects aren't worth it. It comes at a cost. And the cost is the side effects that a lot of you may not like. And we'll we'll kind of uh, um, you know I'll touch on the side effects in a minute, but I'll bring a mobster to talk a little bit about um, the benefits of clenbuterol because the studies show that it increases fat-free mass, it increases your basal metabolic rate, your BMR. So it's definitely capable of really helping you burn more body fat than you would normally burn in a normal situation doing the same amount of exercise and eating the same amount of calories. So that's the the magic behind uh, clenbuterol. So I'm also touch on that and we'll kind of get into the side effects and then we'll, uh, we'll get into Winstrol next. That'll be a fun discussion.
Yeah, I mean, something I've discussed before with guys, when we're talking about products working, not working, can you feel them working, and so on and so forth, right? All of the potents, and I'm thinking, for example, Steve here, Trend, all right? And people talk about the side effects of Trend, but specifically how they feel when they're on Trend. Clean is one of those drugs. It's literally, sometimes, sometimes, the side effects are just too much for some people. We can talk about tweaking the dosage as we will in a minute. But for me, Clean is one of those, you will feel it working you know it's having an effect. And this is this is a problem, guys. Sometimes they, people don't understand it. For, for a drug that you know is working, you feel working, and there's some really crazy stuff there. there. Um, that's because it's tearing up your metabolism. That's because fat cells are being broken down. And for some people, that can be uncomfortable. But then it's like, you know, I'll give you an example, guys. Uh, Steve's talked about this before. He says, with D-Bowl, there's a certain sense of well-being. And I think that sometimes just because it enhances the pump, you go to the gym, you train, you can make you feel great and you feel great for a while. Anavar for me is a strength increaser. I don't feel anything as such when I'm on Anavar. I just go to the gym and the weights slowly get better and they pass where they would be without me being on PEDs. Clean is one of those, you are going to feel it working, especially if the doses is tweaked to exactly what you require. But that's kind of a weird situation where sometimes people don't like to have that feeling and effect, which is kind of fucked up. Guys, listen, if a drug is strong enough to kick your ass, make your metabolism go turbo, make fat drop, uh, just sit in there for argument's sake, especially if your diet's on point, then it's going to have a sensation. It's going to have a feel. And clean is definitely something that if you've got the doses right, you will feel it. So there you go. Uh, we're saying with guys dosing and side effects Steve this is back and forth on this guys as Steve's discussed with Clean specifically the, the optimal dose which appears to be for most people Steve around 40 micrograms but we recommend regularly if you listen to other podcasts we've done on this subject start low especially for a new user and something I mentioned in a recent podcast as you know Steve was literally guys not every single one of our listeners can be the same condition or have the same experience. So it's another reason why we say, especially to new users, especially to those that don't know if they're going to manage the side effects or not, start low, typically half a tablet, 20 milligrams, and then work your way to 40 milligrams. There are other doses, and I'll let Steve come in with some of the dosages for the higher amounts, especially for those of you that are experienced and have used it. I believe, Steve, you've used it in the past yourself. Yeah, so you want to start you know, 20 to 40 micrograms, um, it is definitely have to do with weight. I mean, if you're a 120 pound woman, you're going to use a lot. You, you're not going to need as much as a 250 pound man, for example. So um, you want to start at that dose, work your way up. And then the maximum dose will be 120 to 140 micrograms. So we're going to get into how to stack Winstrol and Clen later in the podcast. But EP has some really, really good Clen options and Mobster is going to talk about that as well in, the, in one of the next segments. But let's talk about Winstrol first and talk about how it works. Because if we're going to be stacking the EP clan and the EP Winstrol, we got to know what it's doing in the body. So I already got, I already went over how clan works in the body. Now, Winstrol, it is a hormone. It is an anabolic steroid. It is also a DHT derivative. Now, what does that mean? That means the way they structured it as a DHT derivative, it's going to be a, it's going to give you a lot of DHT side effects. We know that. Um, they didn't structure it to, you know, to not have DHT side effects. So some other steroids that are DHT derivatives, such as T-Bowl, such as Proviron, they have a lot less side effects. Primobolin as well, a lot less side effects. Winstrol definitely comes with a DHT side effects and you'll feel them. And um, so in the process, we want to make sure that we are aware of that going into it. So with, you know, um, you want to make sure that you understand what it does. It's not going to aromatize into estrogen. So if you're looking to take Winstrol and add 10 or 15 pounds of water weight, it's not going to happen. If you're looking to add Winstrol, and really like do like heavy weightlifting and powerlifting, it may be an issue because of the, the the issues it has with your joints. It's going to dry out your joints. So we're definitely going to, when we talk on the next segment about stacking, 
the clan and the Winstrel, we're going to get into more about the side effects as well, Mobster. Um, but I just want to explain how Winstrel works first before we get into that. So, so you who are listening, understand what's going on in your body when you use it. So one of the beauty things about Winstrel that it does, and, and one of the things it does really well is it lowers SHBG in the body, which is sex hormone binding globulin. So from what I read and from the studies, depending on the dosing you're using, it's one of the top anabolic steroids when it comes to binding to SHBG. So when that happens, you tap into a lot of good things and it makes everything else you're taking within the stack work even more better and we work even more efficiently. So if your SHBG is high in any type of cycle, it's going to give you less results. If your SHBG is low, it's going to make your cycle even better. So high SHBG can render a cycle almost you know, useless in terms of the effects that it's going to give you. So that's one of the beauty things that Winstrol does. Now, just like any anabolic steroid, it increases protein synthesis. It's going to help you gain lean muscle mass. It's going to help you with some strength, but um, you're not going to take Winstrol though to get strength. You're not going to use Clen with Winstrol to get gain strength. But overall, just like with Clen, great for fat loss, great for cutting, great for getting ripped, great for drying out, great for seeing those aesthetics of your abs and your biceps when you flex more vascularity all around. So a lot of guys like to use Winstrol and they like to do high repetitions. They like to get that pump that you get on Winstrol. When you see you know, these bodybuilding magazines or you see these bodybuilders in the gym or you see these pros on stage and they flex and you see those cuts of the muscles and you see that vascularity and you see how dry they are, well, guess what? Winstrol is definitely in their arsenal. And Winstrol is one of the best bodybuilding steroids out there. And in, in many respects, it's a necessity if you're going to be able to, to compete against your peers. You're going to have to use Winstrol. And, you know, at the end of the day, EP has some really, really good Winstrol options. And um, I don't know, Mobster, if you want to touch a little bit about Winstrol, your experience with Winstrol. And then definitely we need to talk about the EP clan and EP uh, Winstrol options and get into the side effects as well in the next yeah. segment. So, right. So, me personally, Steve, I've never won, ran Winstrol and uh, for two reasons. Firstly, I've always benefited from the other drugs I've already mentioned earlier on, specifically for my strength, because that's what I aim for. I was crazy lean when I very first started training, back when I was 15, 16, 17 years of age, but I'm not any anymore. I've got some muscle separation, but that's about it. And of course, it's not my aim. I'm not trying to get super ripped or whatever else at this time as we record the podcast. That may well come in the future. So guys, uh, yeah, super, super positive uh uh recommended feedback whatever you want to call it for people that are looking to get into shape you will see this in competition stacks you will see in in and pretty much every damn class there is uh i don't know necessarily that i would recommend it for females possibly run a super low dose so we get there and again working with a super knowledgeable prep coach someone's got lots of experience and and knows how you work but but for the guys very very popular cutting drug steve something else that uh, is in the article that we're going to attach to this podcast it actually has a good effect a positive effect on your hdl in decreasing your high density lipoproteins in other words one of those horrible markers we see in our blood, guys. And of course, we plug the idea that you use a blood, get blood testing and see what's going on. Typically with anabolic steroids, and again, this is anecdotal, guys. It's not out there with the studies. I'd like to say otherwise, I really would. Um, we see a decrease in the bad DHDL rather than, than what would normally happen, which would be an increase or your, your markers are all over the place, guys, especially when you are cycle. But just specifically here in this instant, Winstrol seems anecdotally to have a positive effect. Steve touches on, um, let me actually, let me jump in here, Steve, and we can talk about dosages and stuff like that. Right, so guys, on your pharmacies, what do they have available? And I also want to talk very quickly, Steve, especially when it comes to Winstrol, drink it or inject it. 
Now you're gonna have the oral version and Eurofarmacies does in the form of Stanozolex, a 10 milligram and a 25 milligram oral tablet version. And then in the vials, they have a 50 milligram vial. Now guys, as I said, with the vial injectable or, 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 or swallowed, literally you take that syringe and you squirt, take the pin off the end and just squirt one mil into your mouth to get the 50 milligrams. So uh, why? Because it, it, it can be absorbed that way. Not all drugs can, and you wouldn't squirt test in an inflate into your mouth, for example. It would be pointless. It would be broken down. But for some reason, windstroll, the way it's structured, it can be taken orally. In terms of the cleanse, Steve, and I want to be specific here because there was an extra thing. Normally, we'd be talking about just the oral version, which Europharmacies does in a 40-microgram version pill. But they also now, and I believe they're one of the few that does this, Steve, a 50 microgram per milliliter vial. And something that we touched on earlier in the podcast, we were saying about one of the uh, Europharmacy's reps, Phil, on the forums, running with a log right now, guys. This podcast comes out, go on the forums, check out, see how he's been getting on. He's been crazy lean, Steve. He was lean when he started and he just got so, so dry at the end. And literally, I believe, Looking on the forums this very morning, as we record this podcast, he's just finished running the clean. He's kind of sort of sad, Steve, that he's finishing the clean. Kind of daft, you know, why, why he's sad. But again, it's the, it's the end of his cycle. It's a time to reset and readjust and so on and so forth. But yes, he's been running the clean. You can see what he's got, the injectable version. You can see how he's been getting on. And trust me, guys, if you look at the photographs that he's been putting out, specifically the abdominal steroid, the, 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 the photographs that he's been putting online for us to check out, he is so goddamn dry. So definitely check out that log on the forums and see what you think about that as well. Um, what about the dosages, Steve, and stacking them and so on and so forth? For how, how would you dose them and, and stack them? And I'm specifically thinking of the numbers that we've discussed in previous podcasts and, again, your own personal experience. Let's start with a clean in your example. Yeah, so got to remember the EP clan, it's a drug. The EP Winstrol is an anabolic steroid. So when we stack them together, we have to be mindful of that. We also have to be mindful of sensitivities that some of you may experience on each um, with, the, with the side effects. So I want to touch on the side effects as we're getting into how to stack them. So in clenbuterol, a lot of you will notice when you first get on it at a low dose, you don't have an issue with side effects, but as you're raising the dose to your desired level, the side effects will increase. And that's logical. Um, you're you're going to notice um, your endurance takes a beating because it's going to become harder. Remember, it's changing the way your body is tapping into energy and how your body is tapping into energy and what your body is tapping into with energy. So it's almost like you're completely depleted and your body is changing the way it's using energy. So, of course, you're going to feel different when you're on it. So, things are going to change. Um, it's some of, some of the things that I experienced when I ran it was shaky hands, especially as I got my dosing up to 100 micrograms or more. I started getting shaky hands randomly throughout the day. I, my hands started trembling. Another thing I had was heartburn. I get this really bad indigestion, especially in the late afternoon, evening. Um, another issue that I had was the pumps, the cramps, especially when I would work out. I get some really, really bad uh, cramps and, and pumps. So it's very, very important when you're using Clen to get in a lot of hydration. Make sure you're getting your electrolytes back. Make sure uh, fruit's really good. Fruit's your friend. Fruit's full of electrolytes and full of water. So fruit can be your friend for sure. Um, some of the other side effects that guys are going to experience, you you may feel fatigued on it, anxiety, dizziness, heart palpitations, sweating for sure, especially if it's already hot out there. Um, of course, you're going you're gonna to sweat more on clean. It makes perfect sense. You're going to feel dehydrated all the time. You're going to be drinking tons of water and still feel hot. Um, of course, heart problems are definitely the heart. The blood pressure is going to obviously go up on it again it, because it's changing the way you're using energy. Of course, you're going to have the, these side effects. So I'm going to touch on the side effects of clean and then get into the side effects of Winstrol. Uh, so maybe some of the things you experienced when you ran it, some of the other complaints that guys mostly have with Winstrol out there, including the uh, up there on top, the uh, the baldness issues. 
Yeah, still not used Winstrom, Steve, but I will talk about the side effects. Let me just suggest to Clen one first, guys. And this is something, again, I've mentioned on the forums and previous podcasts. I've seen ladies specifically, but guys use Clen as well for the same reason, coming to my local gym, sourcing uh, Clen Boot Roll, and there, there are lizard issues. And these issues really, I think, apply to the less experienced user uh, the persons who haven't done their research guys you're listening to this podcast you're doing your research you're listening so here's what sometimes happens and I, I want you to learn from their mistakes rather than making mistakes of your own so they come to the gym that are out of shape they want to get in shape it's typically a wedding or some sort of party or perhaps a holiday or whatever else and they're kind of leaving it late so you know there's only four maybe five six weeks to go guys you know you should be getting ready much further ahead of time. Unless you've won it in a competition or someone sprung, sprung, sprung a surprise, you should know ahead of time that these functions, these events are going to take place. So what happens? They don't change their diet. They don't change uh, their lifestyle in terms of exercise. What do I mean? Like going out and getting some steps in the morning, taking the kids around the park, jogging in the evening when the kids have got to bed, whatever. You know, just doing little bits extra to improve their exercise. They, the diet doesn't get changed. In fact, here's the reason why they kind of got out of shape in the first place, because of the lack of exercise and because of a poor diet. And as often as not, and lots of people are guilty of this, they forget that bag of chips that's by their side or the, the, the popcorn or whatever they're eating, whether watching TV uh, with their partner, with the kids, with whoever of an evening. And this stays exactly as it was before. And then the final thing is, I think, and this really comes back to those experiences that some people have with the side effects. It does, and Steve used the word anxiety. I'll use the word anxiety too, guys. For some of you, especially inexperienced users, and especially those that go in with what might be described as an effective dose straight away and haven't started low lot we talked about earlier, it will produce symptoms of what feels like a mild so heavy duty anxiety attack. So you're sitting there, you're stressing, or you think you're stressing for no reason. You should know it's the, it's the clean root roll. You should know that's how you're supposed to feel, but you didn't do any research. Boom, there you are. And that is really uncomfortable for some people. And if they've already got anxiety, it's just already kind of crazy stressed. This is another layer on top. So they need you need to know, you need to be aware that there will be certain sensations you will feel when you're using clean, especially when you start to get into the effective and higher dosages, that this is how you're going to feel, that this might be an effect. That's, and it's not because you're freaking out. It's not because something's, you know, caused you to be anxious. It is literally how you're supposed to feel when you're using that. Now, first of all, we'll talk about tweaking the dosages. You just get down just to the lower end of those sensations, but it'll still be in a fat-burning, metabolizing kind of zone that you need to be. As regards wind stroll, Steve's touched on one already, and I'll, I'll reiterate this, dry joints. This is another reason why, uh, although it compares to Anivar, for example, as a cutter, it doesn't really compare to Anivar. For me specifically, it wouldn't compare in terms of, as she said earlier, on strength training. Quite simply, the more I pound my joints with heavy weights, the more likely I'm going to make my joints sore. And I do not want then wind strolls drying of joints effect that some people find that they have, especially as they get leaner. You lose what's called intracellular water. There's a synovial fluid, the, the, the oil, if you like, that lubricates your joints. That seems to thin out. That's it's like kind of walking down the oil there, guys. And there's an argument even for sort of the drying out of the tendons and connective tissue. Now, this is only fractionally, but it's enough when you're training and you are already deliberately stressing the body in the gym in order to grow get stronger, get leaner, or whatever it is that you're training for, that Winstrow has enough of an effect that people notice it. I mean, Steve's actually described the, the, the sort of crinkling, kind of sort of dry feeling sensation in his tendons when he's used Winstrow in the past. I think another one which is notorious for guys, and again, this is something you need to look out for, especially those of you that are super sensitive on this, and we've done a podcast on this as well, and that's hair loss, your hairline. It can, again... Because your diet is going to be low on fats, because you're going to be pushing yourself, stressing yourself in the gym, because you're getting that quote-unquote drying out that Winstrol gives you, it seems to have that effect on your hairline as well. So these are things you need to look out for and be aware of. And again, it's come sometimes down to dosage. How about how do we manage some of those things? Again, we'll, we'll, I'll get let Steve jump back in with some talking about dosage specifically for tweaking 
and getting a sweet spot for Clem. But with Winstrow, it's the same thing again, guys. Um, typical dosage per day would be, and again, this is a part of a stack with other uh, performance-enhancing drugs, anabolic steroids, or in this case, would be with um, Roll would be typically 50 milligrams, maybe a little bit higher. And I'll let, let Steve suggest that. So what would I do? I'd make sure, as Steve said earlier on, I was hydrated, especially in the summer months, even in the winter months, especially air conditioned and some of the places you work in that are going to be sorted out in that way. Uh, and and even things like uh, make sure that some of your fats are healthy fats, even if you're decreasing the amount that you would normally take from whether it's from nuts, whether it's from fish oils or whatever else, uh, and these things are going to help you specifically the fish oils with your joints, with your, your skin, with your dry tendons, just to have those things in place so that your body can absorb them, put them where they need to go, and just decrease or at least mitigate some of those side effects. What about you, Stephen, those particular regards, but specifically the dosage for Clembuterol? Yeah, so when you're stacking these, it's very frustrating um, for a lot of people because there is no exact dosage with clan. You've got to kind of figure that out. So in this example, we're stacking these two together. So with clan, you can take two approaches when it comes to length of time on, on clan. You could do the two week on, two week off thing. Now it's not gonna, it's gonna be a little bit inferior to to running it longer. So if you're going to do the two weeks on, two weeks off, you want to start at 20 to 40 microgram, depending on how much you weigh, and then work your way up. You add 20 micrograms every, every three days until you reach a point where you start getting a lot of side effects. And what I like to suggest, once you start getting side effects, let's say you get up to 120 micrograms and you start experiencing some really weird side effects, you know, the shakiness, the, the, the fatigue, the really your endurance starts taking a hit, then back off by about 20 micrograms back down for, for, for a few days and see where you're at. If your side effects go away, then you can up it back up a little bit, maybe 10 micrograms and try to find your sweet spot. Once you find that sweet spot where you're getting some side effects, but it's not crippling side effects, then you can kind of keep the dosage there. And then once you get to the end of the two weeks, then you could start backing off on the dose back down and pyramid it back down if you want. But you can pyramid, pyramid it back down much more quickly. And then you come off for two weeks while you're staying on the wind straw the whole way. Now, the other option with Clan is you could do, you could pyramid it up, but more of a longer time frame. So four or five days where you start at 20 to 40 micrograms, then after four or five days, then raise it 20 micrograms and so on. But you're staying on the clenbuterol throughout the whole six to eight week cycle that you're also on the winstrol. And this will actually be a more superior way to burn more more fat because we know this from guys who have run it over the years. We know this from the studies that winstrol, uh, that both winstrol and clen obviously are gonna work better when you're on it for many weeks, not just two weeks and then coming off. So that would be the way I would approach the clenbuterol. And again, it's going to vary. You're going to have a different experience this time than you would two years from now or two years ago. So you want to basically kind of see what happens with your dosing. Yep, go ahead, Mobster. You wanted to touch something? Yeah, sorry, yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say something else. Sorry, guys, yeah. So, I mean, here, yeah, let me do a very, very quick one. I would personally, if I was going to run a cleaning windstroll stack, here's what Mobster would do. Absolutely do what Steve says, and I would start with 20 micrograms a day and work up to 40 micrograms, which would be a normal kind of dose. And then, as Steve said, the more experience of you that's had previous experience that's used Clembrook uh, Roll in the past, running up the, the highest numbers i've seen and we talked about this in another podcast would probably be 200 micrograms i think the sweet spot for an experienced user is going to be somewhere between 80 and 100 and again the wind stroll especially if i was stacking it here i'd be looking at 50 milligrams a day and again let me let me cover something i touched on earlier right at the beginning of the podcast steve you have the option here guys that you don't have to go injectable 
or you can go injectable on either drug. You have an oral option and an injectable option on both drugs from Europharmacy and, and in that particular place and whatever else. We typically we get you to run some sort of organ protector as usual. As I said, manipulating your diet a little bit with regards to having fish oils or healthy nut oils in there, just enough to help soften the stuff. Oh, and something else I might do, just as a tip here, guys, I would run, uh, as well as the fish oil, from, in my personal experience, I'd also make sure that I got a solid-ass uh, joint product in there anyway to keep my joints healthy in a particular way. Personally, I would also up the volume in my training uh, just to get us covered on that particular example. Right, so guys, let me talk about, and I, and I touched on it a little bit earlier on, it's super, super important here. Uh, well, well, let me ask Steve one question, and then I'll jump jump in with some stuff about cardio and diet. Steve, if you was using Winstrol in this particular thing, what would your daily dosage? Would it be fifty milligrams or or more? And what about other users that you've heard running a similar stack? Would they run it at fifty milligrams, or would you have them run it slightly higher? For example, if you was prepping someone, I like I like it at twenty five milligrams when it's stacked. Um, a lot of guys like fifty, so I would I would play around with the dosing a little bit. I'm not prone to head hair loss, but when I was on Winstrol, it definitely started shedding my hair. So that scared the crap out of me. So um, at 50, so I dropped the dose back down to 25. I felt much more comfortable at 25. So I think in this stack, I would definitely, you know, do the pyramid on the, on the, the EP clan. And then on the Winstrol, I would start at 25 milligram. And then that would be, you know, a smarter option for you just to see how you do can always raise the dose um, and be flexible on the stack. But, I mean, you'll get great results on um, on 25 milligrams too. So, you know, so, yeah, that, that pretty much sums it up on how to use it. Um, you want to keep in mind, of course, both these uh, compounds are going are gonna to hit the liver. So you want to make sure you're on your liver support. That's going to help with your liver for sure. So, Mobster, once you get into EP options when it comes to Clint and Winstrol and uh, talk about what they have to offer. I did earlier on, Steve, but I'll reiterate those again now. Orally on the Winstrol in the form of Stanozolex, 10 and 25 milligrams. And the Winstrol as an injectable is 50 milligrams per mil in a vial. The cleaners I touched on earlier on, and I want to reiterate this particular point, especially when it comes to Europharmacies, 40 micrograms as a oral pill, but 50 micrograms as an injectable, which, as I said earlier on, is something you don't see often uh, from, from labs, and Europharmacies does have that particular product. Regards, training, cardio, et cetera, et cetera, guys. So, right. Here's the thing, and I don't just say this for myself. If I was running this as a stack, but I also say this for, for and I, I want to bang this drum especially hard, um, it would be very, very easy to play with the idea, and especially this applies to clean even more than Winstrol, that, you know, oh, I can take this, I can feel it working, I don't have to change anything about my lifestyle, and I'm still going to lose weight. And there's even an argument to be made to say that that's somewhat true, uh, because you can feel it working, because it's having an, an effect. But something Steve and I touched on in a, in a recent podcast would be this. First off, we want you to be kind of prepared, when, especially for any cutting cycle, and this is definitely a cutting cycle. We want you to be prepared with your conditioning. We want you to be prepared with your cardio, and we want you to be practicing good habits. In other words, starting to clean up your diet. Professional bodybuilders do this. They have an off-season. It might only be three months of the year when they're not... Uh, killing it and targeting and competition or whatever in the gym it might be that you know they go on a cruise i think the dexter jackson especially and and ronnie common back in the day steve taking anything up like up to 12 weeks of the year off and just going on cruises and holidays and eating whatever the hell they liked and because they had amazing metabolisms still staying in kind of shape but then once they came back all the junk food went all, all the booze went all the, the parties went out the window and everything got tightened up and that's before you start to bring the performance enhancing drugs in. That's a habit that if a top professional body with amazing genetics has, is a habit that you should have. And especially with certain drugs, and Steve touching it with clean earlier on, it can hit your cardio. So I want you to be improving your cardio before you start. Now, on the cycle, and this is what I was talking about earlier on when I said about seeing those ladies come to the gym. They haven't tidied the diet up, but they're expecting their drugs to do all the work. They don't like how it feels. So you need to be looking, especially with a cutting stack, you need to be manipulating your cardio, uh, your 
diet, guys. You need 100% to be doing it. You need, even if you can't run, you know, the same mile times as before, you need to be going out and getting your steps in. You need to be at least doing some kind of cardio, whether it's rowing, uh, running, riding a bike, cross trainer, whatever. You need to be doing something just to keep your metabolism ticking over, over and above what the Clen and the Winstrow are going to do for you because you'll get better effects. You'll get better results. It's as simple as that, Steve, as you know. The, the, you can't get away with the idea, for example, of if it fits your macros. You need to. If the top professional bodybuilders tidy their diets up, you need to tidy your diet up. This is something else that we're, we're actually going to do a podcast this in the future. This is why we encourage you to run logs. And then we're kind of annoying sometimes, guys. We were kind of like, oh, why haven't you included this information? And especially that's true about the diet. I want to know if you're eating junk food. I want to know if you're eating chips. I want to know if you're going out and eating your ice cream at the weekends. I want to know if you're going out and having a beer with your buddies and so on and so forth. And then not getting, this will be the reason why, not getting the results that you expected. And perhaps blaming the lab for that, no, it didn't work for me. No, it didn't work for you because you wasn't being honest with yourself and with us on the forums, if you run a log, by telling us the food that you ate what you're doing, whether you missed that conditioning session. Did you do all the jogging or steps that you were supposed to have done that week? Was there a reason why you went out on Saturday night and hit the bars and so on and so forth? Guys, if you are honest with yourself, if you give us that information, we can help you, but you can help yourself. If you, even if you don't run a log, you'll be telling yourself, listen, I ate too much junk food last night. I'm going to have to do more cardio today. And all of these kind of things, these little bits and pieces, these little tips and tricks and techniques, it's kind of common sense, some of them, but there are little bits and pieces you can do, guys. Will help you get the absolute best results. It's super, super important. Like I said earlier, clean is one of those drugs that can make you feel just sitting there that is having an effect. And it, that's true, but it's nowhere near the effect or end results, the positivity, the, the leanness that you would get if everything else is on point and in place. Touch on that, Steve, before we finish off. Yeah, it's very important that diet and training be good on this stack. Otherwise, you're wasting your time. And, um, you know, we've seen instances where where guys have used anabolic steroids and they don't truly have their diet and nutrition in place. So, you know, there's two different there's two different situations here. There's those of you who have never really been lean as an adult. And I touched on it earlier. And you're, you busted your ass to get down and you're, you've gotten down to 14, 15% and you just can't break through. So really in that situation, that's where this stack really comes into place. But then there's also other people who, you know, you're just overweight, you're out of shape, you don't eat good, you eat a lot of junk food and you're like, oh, I want to run the stack because I want a magic pill. And if you do it, you're going to be very disappointed. And your results. And the dangerous thing is actually seeing results on this stack because then you're going to use it as a crutch. Now you're not going to be able to lose fat unless you go on this stack in the future. You see? So, how many times do you see guys? How many guys do you know in the gym? You see them and they look really big, they look muscular, they look vascular for like a couple months. And then you see them again a month later. And you're like, dude, where you been? I haven't seen you in the gym in a while. And they look like they look like they did before that. They just go back to the way they looked before. It's like, well, they didn't keep training and they didn't keep up with their diet. And they just stops when they stop steroids, they don't have any motivation to even go to the gym anymore. So we don't want to be in that situation when it comes to this. It's very, very important to stay lean year round and always look good and don't treat your body. You know, like, oh, I'm just going to I'm going to slack off and then just try to get back into shape at the last minute. You know, in professional sports, people who do that, they end up out of the league before they know it, because guess what? There's other people that are going to replace you who are hungry. And these people, they train year round and they're going to be in top shape year round. And if you show up to training camp out of shape and, and, and in, in bad shape, you're going to be behind everyone else. and the teams are going to be like, well, this guy, you know, isn't really serious. So they're going to end up cutting you before you know. And we see this a lot with pro athletes. You know, they'll sign a big contract 
and then they'll basically go into the tank. So you should never, never go into the tank when it comes to this stuff. Always, you want to keep your diet good. Now, one of the, the simple ways, you know, you can keep your diet good year round is always stick to natural whole foods. So take a look at what you're eating every day. Um, and is it processed? Is it coming in a box? Is it a processed meat like sausage, bacon, cold cuts? Or are you eating whole protein choices like the bone broth that I recommend you make at home? Or, you know, chicken that you're cooking on your own at home with proper, uh, you know, with a proper marinade? Or, you know, beef, a grass-fed beef? You know, these are real, real foods that you're putting into your body, or you just depending on protein sources from protein bars and protein shakes and bacon and cold cuts. Is that, is that where you're getting your protein? Same thing with carbs. Are you getting your carbs from, from brown rice and raw oatmeal and raw fruits, or are you getting your carbs from cake and ice cream and cookies and all this other crap, you know? So it's just a question of where you get your food. Same thing with fats. Are you getting your good fats? Or are you getting fats from refined oils that are, um, you know, found in restaurant foods and fast food? And overall, are you cooking, are you prepping and cooking your own food at home? Or are you, are, you, are you being lazy every day? You know, so these are different things that you need to think about. So at the end of the day, that is the ironclad thing to do in your body. Now, why is that? Why do natural foods make us more leaner, make us more muscular? and make us feel better. It's because it's in our DNA to eat those foods. We've been eating those foods for 2.5 million years. Processed foods did not come around until 50 or 100 years ago. That's when humans started making processed foods. And in the process, what happened? We've Since then, we've gotten more fat. We've gotten more out of shape. We've gotten more, we've you know made it much more harder on ourselves to maintain good physiques. You know, so if you tell someone nowadays to go jog around their neighborhood, most of us can't do it. And that's not good. That's not healthy. So if you want to get the most out of this cycle, you have to go into it already in the best shape possible. You have to go into it already not eating processed foods, not eating fast food, not eating restaurant foods. You have to have the mentality. It's not about what am I eating? A big Bigger part of it is what am I not eating? You know, so you have to already be like that before you go into this. So if you're thinking of running this cycle, you want to run this EP clan and EP Winstrel, and you want to get the best results out of it, you want to have this stuff already done. In terms of training, I'll touch on training. I'm going to bring in Mobster. In terms of training on this, you want to already be consistent when it comes to your gym training, where it is a job, where you get every day you go to the gym, you don't turn around and say, well, you know what? I don't feel good today. I, I, I feel tired. I'm too tired to go work out. I'm too tired to go do cardio. I'm too tired to do anything. You can't have that mentality because on this stack, you're going to feel more fatigued. You're going to feel like shit on the stack on some days, especially when you get that clenbuterol up. It's going to happen. So if you already have that mentality where you're like, well, you know, I'm not going to go work out today. I don't really feel good. I'm sitting here doing this podcast, Monster. I, I didn't yeah. have the best the best night. Uh, I'm going to be upfront with you. I didn't have the best night when it comes to sleep. I kind of woke up around four or five o'clock. I had to go to the bathroom. Then I had to I had a hard time going back to sleep, you know, and I kind of just laid in bed and tossed and turned for like an hour. Then I got up like around 530, you know. And I was like, oh, I got to start the day. Am I going to miss my workout today? No, I'm still going to go at 12 o'clock. I'm going to get through it. You know, what? our ancestors didn't have the choice of being like, you know, what? I didn't, we didn't sleep good last night. The hyenas were making a lot of noise. The monkeys were <laughs> howling all night. The crocodiles were growling. And, you know, we were scared at night, you know. So the we didn't have that. They didn't have that option. They still the next day had to go look for food. They still the next day yeah. had to Steve, Steve, I had the exact, exact same problem as you. My, my Sunday night sleep into Monday morning was exactly like, I've no idea why. Maybe some of the guy, I don't know. 
and, and it was disturbed. I'm, I'm, I'm at that size that I've probably got borderline sleep apnea. So turning over, go to sleep, turning over, go to sleep, whatever. I, but Sunday night, Monday was horrendous. Monday is leg day. Monday is leg day, and it, and it needs to be done. And it was it actually kind of turned out okay. One, one of the comments I saw mentioned on the forum just this morning, funnily enough, and it might have been something on my log, it might have been somewhere else, they said the reason why you're strong is because you're consistent. So here's the thing, guys. This is a sort of touching on how to run this stack. Look, if you want to be in shape, you need to be consistent with your habits. You need, as Steve says, and I've just sort of inferred, to get your work done in the gym, in your cardio, in the kitchen, when you're tired, when you're stressed, when you're doing uh, overtime, when you've got school essays and, 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 and university stuff, when life gets in the fucking way, you still need to be consistent. You still need to be doing those things. Do The people without talent that get ahead of you do so because they're in the gym. Uh, let me. Uh, when we was in Gloucester, Steve, we used to have guys that uh, wouldn't come to our gym or the local gym, or even the gym I train at now, if I'm not training here in the house, because <laughs> you know that if I go on the, the day with the gym, it's raining, Steve, and I go to the gym, I know there's going to be less people there because of the fucking rain, all right? Guys, your mates call you and they say, come down to the pub, it's Saturday night, you, you should need to chill out, la, 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 la. Listen, you want to get ripped? You Have one beer or have no beers or have a soda. Go out and be with your mates, but have a soda. Don't you get peer pressure? I don't give a fuck about peer pressure. I'm 50-something years of age, nearly 60. And peer pressure is something of the past. You're not going to tell me to drink if I don't want to drink. And if I want to get in shape, if I want to be successful, if I want to be like on this uh, stack, if I want to get in shape, I'm going to do what needs to be done. And I'm going to try to do every single goddamn day of the year what needs to be done. Meal prep, guys. Oh, you know, I only get a 20-minute break at work. Fine. So you get your Tupperware tub ready four or five days ahead of time. Stick some broccoli, stick a chicken breast in there, stick a portion of rice in there, shovel that shit in in 20 minutes. Do what needs to be done, guys. I don't want to hear excuses. And here's the thing, right? Because it sounds like we're being a little bit down on you, and perhaps that's what it sounds like. But here's the reality. The reality is I want every single goddamn listener to hit their target. Steve and I do you're a pharmacist does. We want you to be successful. We want you to be strong if that's what you want. We want you to be lean if that's what you want. We, I want you to be motivated. I want you to go out there and kick ass. And not just because you listen to this podcast right now and, oh, my God, Mobster was kicking me up your ass and maybe you want to go to gym. No, every single day. That's how you get to be better than the next guy. That's how you get to be better than the next girl. You, the one that's out of shape, and stays out of shape is because they're eating junk food, is because they're not hitting the gym, because they didn't come when it was raining. Oh, it was nice. We went to the beach instead. No, get up early. Go to the beach, but get up early and do your shit. Get up crazy early on the weekend. I know you guys want to lane. Hell, have a nap in the afternoon, but get up early, 20 minutes, half an hour, and go out and do your cardio. Do it in, do it in the garage. Do it in the front room while you're watching. Do, dance in the front room. Do Play some sort of PlayStation thing or Xbox thing that's got you dance. Do something. To get the blood moving, do it before the rest of the house gets up, get it done. Do the same thing with meal prep. Meal prep is real, real easy. The time you spend on meal prep for the whole week, I can cook enough chicken breast in an hour for the whole week. I can cook the same amount of the rice I need for the week in an hour. So literally, I could have those two things going, one hour work, and I've got chicken breast and rice for pretty much two meals a day all goddamn week you've got no excuse really guys and this is how you hit it this is how you get it done like i said this is stuff get it hydrated we want you to be successful we want you to go out there and with euro pharmacy supporting you with their products with us kicking you up the ass verbally metaphorically if not literally uh, but if you meet me i may just do that if that's what it takes to get you we want your fat loss journey to be super super successful and like i said it's your things that you do every single goddamn day if you miss fewer sessions than the next person then the likelihood is you'll be more successful if you're in the gym and you're pushing hard like steve says then the next guy if you you keep consistent after the cycle you tweak your your, your diet you tweak your training you'll maintain as much of that fat loss as possible 
Will you be as lean off cycle? I don't think so. But you will be lean when the next person is not. And then you do that little bit of a cycle, six weeks, eight weeks, bring it in, you're a pharmacist product, boom. And you get back to that razor, razor, almost competition uh, stage ready kind of look that we want you to have. Guys, come on the forums, post comments. I want to see photographs. I want to see some of you that have run the stack that we're talking about. I want to see just how goddamn ripped and dry some of you can get. Please note, we are not doctors and opinions. Ours is our view and based on our experience and views on the topic. A podcast for informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment. Thank you.